Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald, and joining us on the show are Sarah and Ben York of SF365, coming to you from Warrington, Missouri. Guys, how are you today? What's going on? Oh, doing great. Good. How are you? I am doing tremendously. I'm excited to dive into this. Um, And in the grand scheme of things, this is a fairly new business. So I I really am excited to see your perspective on running a business and and the lessons that you've learned, albeit in a short period of time. But I don't want to steal your thunder, guys. Before we get into the strategy and the tactics and and everything that you do from a day-to-day perspective, tell me a little bit about SF365 from a high level. What is this business about, first and foremost? This business is about um, a holistic approach to fitness. We offer boot camps and yoga and personal training. So I want it to be accessible for everybody. And I want to empower people to feel good in their bodies and confident in their movements in everyday life. Yeah. Take us back a little bit, Sarah and Ben. Talk to me about Not when we opened the doors day one, but when did the idea spark in your head? Hey, I can open up my own business. I can do this on my own. So (laughs) it's something that uh, we've kind of wanted to do for a long time. I feel like everybody wants to be their own boss, really, you know, and uh, it's something we push towards. And then she was with, you know, a large, a large gym there for a long time. And then Mm -hmm. prior, and then that was the plan really to stick with them and to build and grow and possibly become our own business later and then some things changed and uh with COVID and with with the economy and everything (laughs) and so at that point in time we we were like well it's we can sit here and try to hunt something else or we can work for ourselves and uh she had developed relationships with some of her clients and they were reaching out because they everybody was pretty much left holding the bag there at that point in time as far as the gym world went people didn't know if they could go to, to the gyms or what they could do and uh you're not wrong there yeah and, and so this this sprouted out of covid or, or the idea of it sprouted out of covid when did you guys actually get this get this thing launched uh, because as I understand it, the business started and then the physical location opened after the fact. Is that right? So after um, I found out that the gym wasn't opening back up, I was reached out by my regular clients and I started training in home. So we did that for about a year and then it grew to me doing boot camps and yoga in local parks and getting Mm. a contract with local counties to do boot camps at their parks, things like that for the community. And then slowly my clientele started building up a little bit more and we did that for another year. And then this guy kept telling me like, we just need to, we need to open a gym. We need to do it. We need to have our own business and a place to go. More people will come. And I was just, like, oh, I don't know yet. And mm. he just kept pushing me. He, he a saw little it. positive peer pressure, right? Yeah, it was just a little little push. And then we finally did it. Well, we were What's already been, doing it. Yeah. Yeah, you, we just didn't have the lease yet. What's been yeah. for you guys, when you were looking for a space, what was important for you? What were some non-negotiables in that commercial area? So 
I looked for a while at different places. And then right now it's kind of, you can pay a lot for commercial real estate or you can find some pretty good deals. Uh, of course, price was a huge factor on everything, but then you start to really notice other important things. Like I found a lot of really nice locations that the interior would have been great and probably even maybe a little better than what we have now, but then you only have four parking spots realistically mm. or things like that. Where a lot of factors. You're sharing with other things. Parking and visibility of your business. Yeah, accessibility too. Or like yep. I would say on par or as most important as price because people want to see your business. It's one of those things they want to drive by it. They want to look at it. Nobody wants to drive to the middle of nowhere to work out, at least not in my experience. Yeah. The old location, location, location yeah. thing still yeah. plays through 2022 and beyond. Mm -hmm. And so for you guys, what's been now that you do have the space and you have a little bit more experience as business owners, what's been the toughest part about running your own business so far? So in my, from my side of it, uh, it is always that every time you think you're almost got what you need, you need more because you're growing and getting better and doing things. And so it's just constantly adding to your arsenal of equipment and everything else you need uh, with that. You know, you think you have plenty of dumbbells and then all of a sudden you have a class that just explodes with the amount of people in it. And you get by, but then you got to constantly be worrying about, well, when somebody gets that doesn't have it. Yeah. On another note with the uh, location, future expansion is a huge factor because, you know, when you come in, you may not have everything. We're not a huge chain. So we started with, you know, 2,700 square feet roughly. And then uh, we're, we needed the ability to add on later because if we, uh, we're going to need more space. Soon enough, yeah. we are going to only utilize this for one part of it you know, and have to go yeah. from there. And, and growth problems are, are probably the better of the two, but still problems to have and, and solutions necessary. So I, I think it's important what you mentioned. A lot of the people that, that see businesses like this from the outside or, or think about opening gyms only do back of the napkin math. Hey, if I have a hundred clients paying a hundred bucks a month, I'm making $10,000 and it doesn't quite work out that way. Right. No, yeah. There's a little bit more that, that goes into it than that. And so for you guys with, with the main services being the yoga side of things, the boot camp side of things, and now personal training, where do you think you want to focus your energy the most? What, I guess, what segment of that do you think has the most growth potential here? Uh, we're in a pretty good area. I mean, our population isn't that high, uh, but, and we have competition, but I feel like we're in a very high growth region of the United States currently. And I think that it'll go from there. We originally thought that the boot camps would probably do more. And then they have, they have a study business, but people really seem to enjoy yoga uh, with mm. it. And it helps out. Like I, uh, I hurt myself a long time ago and I did have to do physical therapy and I did physical therapy for a really long time. Sure. So I don't know about physical therapy. It's not really fun. You yep. know, it does, it's not really <laughs> meditating. You're kind of just doing it. Yeah. But, probably a conversation for another day, but I understand yeah, what you're yeah. talking about. Do you guys have different memberships for both yoga and boot camp, or are they kind of lumped in under one thing? We, yeah, we have three different memberships. So we have two single options for monthly memberships. You can get unlimited yoga classes for 
$39.99 a month or unlimited boot camps for $39.99 a month. And then we also have a double membership option where you get full access to all of our classes, unlimited for $59.99 a month. And these are our introductory opening prices until we do our expansion, trying to just get business in the area because we're pretty low. Sure. Sure. That was, yeah, that was going to be yeah, the next question is like yeah, comparatively to the rest of the industry, this is mm -hmm. very, very low. Yeah. We're less than 50% yeah. of the pretty much how sure, much it costs on sure. this and We try to. So just, a conversation that you've had internally, at least, that at some point this is going to be need to look at, to be looked oh, at. Oh, definitely. Before either right at the end of this year or the first of next year, right at the beginning, we'll do our first price jump, our first one. And then There'll be another one shortly after that as well, probably within six months. I just really yeah. wanted to make sure that money wasn't a factor to keep people from coming in and becoming healthier and finding yeah. fitness. And Trying to build like, a foundation to this before scaling up, right? right. Yeah, and our, our, our beginning members, you know, like they started out, they took a chance with us. And so we're mm -hmm. trying to give them the best possible deal we can. Uh, it. it not having the, the current revenues that you would normally expect does make opening the business a lot harder, but yeah. And those dumbbells revenue. feel much more expensive. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. For uh, you guys, what has, what has marketing looked like to be able to just spread the word, getting, an, getting interest in a new business is a challenge all its own, but, but what have you guys done to expand that reach beyond just your social networks? So yes, we, we do social media somewhat, but uh, yeah, Facebook, we're, Instagram. We're not the best at it, you know. Really, sure. we okay. We'll improve on that. Like I, I don't sit around and live on Facebook all the time or Instagram. I didn't even have one until we started this business. Uh, A lot of word of mouth. Mostly word of mouth. And then just getting involved with the community. Like we participate in the parades in town, things like that, or. Maybe we'll donate and serve hot chocolate at a community Christmas gathering and just kind of wear our SF365 gear and just offer out free classes and things like that. We do um, special events. I partnered with the local library. So once a month I go and I do a free class for the community there. And mm. that's okay. brought in some new members already and yep. things like that. So most of this falls under the, the bucket of what we deem guerrilla marketing, right? Going out and pounding the pavement, getting yeah. yes. visibility in your community. One thing I wanted to, to pick your brain on there, you mentioned uh, not being experts in social media, but, but the social media that you guys have done, my guess is that it's more organic and, and not with an advertising budget, is that correct? None of it's with right. an advertising person. We don't do yeah. any of it currently with advertising because we just haven't yet. We, well, it's scary, at it. right? For a yeah, small business like this, if we don't know what we're doing and budgets are already tight, mm -hmm. can be a, a scary leap for sure. Um, and it, it's, it's funny because in our industry, at least, people are typically one of two camps, either swear by it, love it, feel like they can put in money and, and get more money back or they've tried it they've been burnt by it and lost a bunch of money and, <laughs> and are a little bit jaded so it's, yeah that dichotomy is is funny but for you guys take me to the next step here we get a lead somebody is interested in working with you at sf365 walk me through what a typical sales process looks like if i say hey sarah i'm interested in in joining the gym what is that what happens so a lot of times they reach out to me via text or 
uh, messaging on Instagram and Facebook, and we offer $10 drop-ins on any class. So people can come and try us out, see what we're all about, check out our studio, um, what we offer before they commit to a membership. And then after the class, usually by the end of the class, they've already are made up their minds. And yeah. before they leave, they've signed up. They've got their monthly membership going. They decide whether they want. Usually what it seems like is they'll start with one boot camp or yoga. And then in their minds, they're always working towards that double membership because they want to do the other. Because usually if they've done nothing at all, yoga is where they start out. And they're like, I'd like to build up my endurance and confidence to get to boot camps. Or if they're people who've worked out in gyms before, for some reason, it's really funny. They're kind of intimidated by yoga. So they're like, well, once they get stronger and feel better here, then I'm going to try a yoga class. So that's always kind of nice that they always feel like there's something more for them to do and to yeah. grow towards and to have more goals than just losing weight or building strength. Right. And I, so my next question was going to be in, in terms of retention, but I don't think that we have enough data to really say one way or the other what retention is. But for you guys, what what will impact the most? How, how are you planning to keep members as long as possible? Uh, we just try to provide a really nice environment for them currently. You know, keep it really clean, sanitize everything. If there's any questions, we tell them exactly how we do it. Uh, little perks. We have a Keurig. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> who could cancel their membership? Yeah, we, coffee? You know, in the bathroom, there's products. You know, it's just a nice place. Try to keep it clean, try to keep everybody happy, keep the dressing rooms clean, building a community. Yeah, so it's not just about fitness, it's also about it's like a place to just step out of the busy everyday life, go hang out with other people who have the same type of goals and ideas and struggles, and just you know. A lot of times we'll get a group of moms. So doing a boot camp together and we're just uh, ranting on our kids while we work through our frustration. <laughs> and then you're feeling good and you're like, you know what? Let's go home. Let's tuck them in. We love them. Let's go to bed now. And everybody just feels confident. And, you know, it's like a mood changer. And I think yes. they see the value in that in their home life too. And I think that's what's going to really help with retention. And then with staggering, like our dual membership, we stagger the you got yoga, then a boot camp, and then yoga, then a boot camp, or vice versa. So you can you can do two classes back in a row back, with yeah. no problem, and then you you have a little gap in the middle where people do it, and they kind of wind down for just a few minutes, and then they're ready to go for the next. Yeah. Uh, retention. Now, is go ahead. I'm sorry. Speaking, I mean, the, I, I assume the plan is growth. This is a new business we're we're trying to take off. At some point, the the conversation is going to shift to staffing and, and bringing in some other help here do you guys have a, a timeline or some benchmarks hey when we get to 50 clients when we get to 75 when we get to 100 is is are there what when is the right time for you to bring somebody in so we've had that conversation uh the time is already okay <laughs> yesterday time already the, time, the time was already. yesterday i, no. <laughs> I mean we are doing well but as it goes and goes we don't want to get to the point like where we're giving our clients less because we don't have the staffing that we need so of course you know it's like you got to jump out there we're gonna have to end up probably getting the staff before we really need it so that we can have them trained when we do and everything and uh 
sooner rather than later is what we're hoping for. Uh, yeah. I would love so, to have some of the next two months. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would imagine that some, a lot of the time when I talk to, to businesses like yours, we get to a certain point and we're kind of capped, not because of physical space, but because of, of time and then human resources mm-hmm. really yes. being yeah. the bottleneck here. It almost seems like that's the case for you guys. It is yep. 100%. It is right now. Yeah. For and you, we looked at bringing people in, but it's sure, 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 sure. It's it's a challenge, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's not an easy, perfect fit, at least. But for you guys, as you as you look to the future, give me some some short term targets first. In the next uh, a year from now, if we had this conversation August first, twenty twenty three, what would you want this business to look like? What are some some ideas that that you're looking ahead? Um, well, we're already kind of hoping to expand next door so that we've got space dedicated solely for our yoga and then the other side for boot camp um, so that we can offer more and we have more space for the community and we could do more classes. So it's more availability for schedules. I've got a lot of teachers that it would be nice if we could do. 6 a.m. boot camp for some and 6 a.m. yoga for others at the same time and just to be able to offer more like that. Yeah, so it's a it's actually uh, another 3,000 square foot is what we're talking about. So we'll be doubling the size of our facility wow. and then it would be, we would probably get, utilize it to expand with more equipment on the other side. And like she said, just do boot camps and dedicate the area so we don't have to change it over and then we can offer twice as many classes but yeah, we would have to have more help oh, at that yeah. point. Yeah, a couple yeah. of well, there's only one, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, at least another yeah. yoga teacher. Yeah, and at least four. I'd like to have at least four employees by then. Okay. And, and so expand beyond this. Go hypothetical with me for a minute. We've got our dedicated yoga space. We've got our dedicated boot camp space. We've got four employees. Classes are bumping. Then what? What comes next for you after that? So we would probably have to sit down and have a conversation whether we did want to expand to another location or not, because that would be great. And we have talked about it. We just we really don't want to overstep ourselves and then give our clients less. It's the biggest yep. thing is our biggest fear is that, yeah, we don't want to grow too fast. But we understand you have to keep growing. And yeah, I mean, everybody dreams of opening a franchise. Right. And then selling that off. That's that the reason I ask. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would be great. Uh we have definitely thought of that. Or maybe even getting more into like the online training stuff that yep. they do so that we have our, our brick and mortar here, our studio. And then for those that are further outside of our area code, then they could always come to us online and get programs yep. that way. We've looked at quite into doing the online classes as well with the yoga and everything. Like everybody doesn't do like the memberships that way. Uh, Again, we just kind of are trying to move into these markets a little bit slower so that we can provide the service level that we want. Yeah, Yeah. it's a. I I asked that question because one, it's it's a fun one to have. I mean, the the reason you guys opened your own business is because you want to make the rules and you can take it whatever direction you want. Right. Uh, But two is because fitness as an industry is a little bit unique. You guys have mentioned two things that, that sometimes are seen as contradictory, but uh, I'll elaborate here. You said a number of times we're trying to grow slow. We're trying to make sure that we don't overstep 
the quality and, and the service that we've come to provide. But at the same time, we're, we're looking to make some money. I think so often people see those as, as opposing ideas, but the best examples of businesses that I talk to are typically right in the middle, right? We have that influence of providing the highest quality service really truly and helping people. But at the same time, remembering that this is a business and not a charity and we need to make money and, and the business needs to make money as well. If we have both of those ideas, then we can really, really take this thing off. Right. And it sounds yeah. like that's where you guys are, where your head is at anyway. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I like to think so. He's like the business guy remembers we got to pay the bills. And then I'm like, well, I just really want to make these people feel better. Cause that's, that's my high. That's what feeds me and fuels yeah. me yeah. is to see but, like, but this we thing. need both of those. Cause if you guys yeah. aren't paying your bills, you're not helping anybody. Right. That's for sure. <laughs> we have to pay the bills. Yes. Yeah. This is tremendously important, but Guys, that's a, that's a fantastic place for us to begin to wrap our conversation up. But before we sign out of here, tell people listening where they can learn a little bit more about SF365. Is there a website? Is there social media? Where can people go? Absolutely. We've got Facebook and Instagram at SarahFit365. And then we've got a website, SF365 at dot square dot site right now. Um, but most of our stuff is really easily accessible through the Instagram. And you can Google Instagram us. It is. We yep. come up um, on the Google, Google. as well. Yep. Google, connect with Sarah and Ben on all of these platforms. Guys, I can't thank you enough. I've had a blast having this conversation. I think people in our industry that are, that are willing to contribute and give an open insider look into what they're doing really, really helps out everybody. So I appreciate your time. I'm excited to see what the future holds for you because this is so new that it could still go in so many directions. And, and I wish you nothing but the best in your journey. Thank you so thank much. You. Absolutely. And to everyone who tuned in today, thank you as well. Don't forget, if you'd like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lord's out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Carlos from Oakley Fight Club in Chicago, Illinois. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Hey, how you doing? I'm excited to have you to really dive into what you have going over there at your fitness business. But before we dive in too hard, I want to know, what was it that made you decide to open up this fitness business? Well, it was actually just the love of boxing itself. Okay. So, so you had this passion for boxing and you decided, Hey, I'm going to open up a gym so that I have a place to work out and maybe more people can join me. Is that kind of your reasoning behind it? Correct. I was already kind of a business owner already in other fields and, uh, kind of bought that kind of on the side, so to speak. And I've always, I was already active with the uh, sport of boxing. Okay. 
And so now you have your own, you know, facility, you have people that work and train there with you. So give me, I guess, your elevator pitch of Oakley Fight Club. Tell us who you are, what services you have to provide at your facility. That way we can really have a good understanding of your business model as we move forward in the conversation. Well, we're, we're pretty much just a uh, boxing competition uh, gym, uh, which we add the feature of uh, opening it to all people that want to box or don't want to box. Uh, ba basically, the people that are uh, white collar, when I say white collar, is that they have their, their career already and they're not choosing to uh, go into the boxing career, so to speak, and, but still want to add that to their part of their uh, exercise routine. And you know, and add a little bit of uh, self-defense or know how to know how to do things uh, as far as boxing is concerned. And uh, so, but but the other half of the gym is also competitive. So we do have professional boxers and we also have amateur boxers competing. And that's kind of like the draw of the gym. Whereas we have uh, people competing, winning, losing, and it's pretty much the kind of the advertising for the people to come in the be part of that uh, winning team, so to speak, or losing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of the basis of what the gym is. So you you kind of get into a boxing gym and the way people think of going into a boxing gym is pretty intimidating. You know, get in there, people want to beat you up and all that. So you get in there and it's pretty, uh, We get you get in here and it's a pretty friendly atmosphere and we welcome everybody to try to, you know, learn boxing and uh, it's not as intimidating as everybody thinks or is not violent as everybody thinks. Yeah. Okay. So um, you have like a big portion of your business that's competitive right now. And so that's, you said like 50% of your business, if you had to break it down, would you say that it's truly 50%, you know, com competitive professional, and then 50%, you know, general population, or is the split differently at all? It, 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 if we're talking about uh, bodies, I would say it's probably 50%. Uh, but I would say the majority of the income is probably the, the white collar uh, client that comes in for the exercise. So okay. that, that would probably be a little bit more like 80%. <laughs> okay. So 80% of the revenue is really coming from those normal everyday people like me. Um, so walk me through what offerings you have for those people. If they come through the front door, they're like, Hey, Carlos, I'm interested in joining. What kind of service do you put them into? Is it an open gym? Is it a group class? Is it a one-on-one? -on -one? What would you offer to them? Well, every, every, uh, client is different. Uh, you know, every client wants something different and also they have their uh, budget, so to speak, where how much they're going to spend, how much uh, time is the trainer going to spend with them. Group class obviously is a little cheaper because you're in with the group. Some people want a little bit more attention. They want to get that extra uh, knowledge in and all that. So they do have that little bit more leeway on budget. But uh, what we obviously offer is just the knowledge of how, how to, and not only that, you get into that boxing uh, shape. So, and uh, the wider variety of people that get in, we, we even have professional uh uh, athletes that come in also that actually play basketball, hockey, and what have you to add to their uh, uh, abilities they're doing already. So boxing actually provides good uh, cardio uh, fitness where uh, it adds to whatever else you're doing in, in, in any other sports. So, okay. you know, you cater to everybody. Not everybody wants to get into boxing or any other sport. They just want to stay healthy. They want to feel better. 
So basically, that's what we ask the customer, what, what they actually want to do. A lot of customers want to come in and they want to try it. They want to actually compete and get in the ring. And maybe they want to try it once or twice. And uh, we offer that to them, you know, and we definitely try to give them the best experience they, they can get. And obviously, hopefully they win. Uh, sometimes they lose, but uh, it's it's all about how much effort they put into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Also, so provide their encouraging and, and the motivation too. Yeah, yeah, that's a huge piece of of this. Um, so if if somebody came in and they were like, "Hey, you know, I'm really looking to lose some weight," um, w- would you be excited to work with that person? You know, uh, a weight issue is very general in the industry. Um, uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm not a big uh, promiser of uh, weight weight uh, control. Uh, boxing, the sport itself, is humongous in weight because it's 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 a, w- a weight competition. So you're you're in in categories. Uh, obviously, if you come in a little heavy, you become a small, uh, a, actually a small person. For the for the categories, if, if that I'm saying, so it's it's a common thing here in this boxing gym to ask, say, a female, which is kind of a no-no, how much they weigh or how old they are. But in 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 boxing industry, it's it's, it's a little more common because uh, we're in in competition. So when a girl comes in and has no idea of uh, boxing, then all of a sudden it becomes a little bit more offensive, if, if you will, and. Uh, but then they find out it's kind of a common thing because of the competition side of it. And also we have uh, goals and, hey, if you want to fight, uh, we're looking at you at this weight. So we need to lose 20 pounds. And it, it's not about, hey, uh, I want to lose weight. Hey, if you want to get into this, you you need to lose the weight. So um, in, when it, when you get into this, Jim, it's it's not, hey, it's not what you want to do. It's it's what you need to do if you, if you really want to get into it. So... Okay. As, as, as far, again, as far as weight loss is concerned, it's not like we're promising. If you want to do it, you don't want to do it. Uh, you'd spend one, two hours here in the gym and then expect uh, us to follow you for another 22 hours to see what else you do in your life as far as intake and eating and all that. That that has to be very disciplined in, in the uh, client's uh, eyes. You know what I mean? They, they have to be self-disciplined. They have to learn to... Uh, kind of adapt that uh, boxing style. So, you know, from the sounds of it here, it really sounds like you are looking to attract people who, you know, maybe these white collar people who are interested in maybe fighting one day. Does that sound accurate? Because if you're not, you know, marketing to just the general population who want to work out just because maybe they want to lose weight or just because literally, um, it sounds like there's a lot more to it than that for you. A lot, you know, I mean, I guess you could say that uh, uh, I'm, I'm not looking for them to make it a career, but I'll put it to you in this perspective. If you learn something, anything, if, you, if, if we're a, um, uh, we teach you how to play music, obviously, you know, you're going to start learning how to play the guitar and all that. Boxing, obviously, you're not going to go outside and start beating people up or anything like that. You're the only place you want to do it is probably in a boxing ring where it's in a controlled atmosphere. But boxing also brings, uh, self-confidence so you're you're not only training you know for self-defense and all that which hopefully you'll never use or maybe use I don't know in a good way I, I'm, I'm going to say not in a bad way you want to go out there and beat everybody up but what I'm trying to say is that you know knowing how to do something and self-defend yourself that brings confidence in an everyday life that you do you you go out to your job you go out for interviews you go out in your relationships 
uh, and it brings more uh, confidence in what you say, what you do, what you think, uh, decisions you make. So, you know, it, it does offer you a lot of stuff. And I do have a lot of stories that are like that. People don't become champions here, but maybe champions outside of uh, uh, of the gym where the, it does help their confidence, their self-esteem on, on what things they should be doing and the, their right. role they take in, in their life. So uh, boxing does offer that, but that's kind of an unwritten story, so to speak. So, yeah, it's a lot more. I mean, you know, you're, you're, essentially teaching people discipline and i think absolutely. that's something that that anybody can benefit from absolutely. regardless of where they're at in their, their health and fitness journey so you know next question i have for you is you know carlos what how many clients do you guys have right now or how many members i guess do you have in the gym you know i mean it, it, it's kind of hard to uh, uh gauge that but if i had a guess it's probably uh give or take maybe anywhere from 150 to a couple hundred um the reason I say it's hard to gauge is because there's it's different times of the time they come in and people have different packages. So it's people that come in once every couple weeks. Some people come once a week. Some people come every day. So it's kind of hard to gauge and they have different types of packages the way I have it all set up. So, um, so I'm going to guess and say it's probably a couple hundred people, give or take, but they come at different times. Okay. So since you said it's kind of hard to track because everybody's on different packages, do you not have like a, I guess they're called CRM, you know, you don't have a CRM to track everybody, I guess like a customer relationship management system, you don't have anything like that. We do have it, I just don't really, um, you know, I've I got into it a little bit more, but then the way I've been trying to concentrate the, the business, it's been a little bit more like, how do I get rid of some of these people, to be honest with yeah. you? I hate I mean, to say that. <laughs> there's always going to be people in our gym that, as business right. owners, we feel like they're probably not the best fit. But you know, I mean, sometimes, you know, you have, um, you know, I mean, and I want to say that about everybody, but, you know, sometimes right. it's kind of more of a negative uh, wave and all that. And to me, I don't look at it as, hey, I got a thousand customers coming in and this, this, that. It's more like, hey, you know, I have, uh, 10 good customers here and uh, I definitely want them to come in more to participate because they bring a great energy to this atmosphere and, and it goes to anything else whether it's school or uh, any kind of uh, event there is out there you always want that positive energy coming in right and definitely being part of that yeah for sure I will definitely agree with you there um, so, you know, since you don't really track that, talk to me about the membership options that you have, because you said you have different people on different kind of packages. So what do you have available? Well, the most popular package is, uh, the classes and membership. So I offer, uh, the classes, which are great. I think, um, it, it's not a one-on-one, -on -one, but the, the classes actually do give you the great conditioning workout. And it does give you the technical uh, aspect of what boxing is and in, in a matter of a few weeks you can actually kind of catch on to what boxing is if you but. keep consistent on it so that that package there is a it's called the unlimited package and that's kind of like the package that's kind of the the one that actually creates the most revenue of the gym and uh, that's the one I really concentrate on obviously the one-on-ones do create more revenue also but you spend uh, time with one person only. So uh, the group class is the one that uh, I actually am concentrating on uh, okay. to attracting that kind of uh, clientele. And that's where we weed out uh, the ones that really want to and the ones that, hey, just here doing it because I have to do it or whatever. <laughs> you know? 
Yeah, and I think like, you know, obviously you're, I would consider you more of a hardcore boxing gym. You're not like uh, the type of boxing gym that a young female would walk into just because she You'd feels be surprised. Like it, right? <laughs> I actually have a female, um, have a female group team here. So uh, they're pretty good. You will never think that uh, they, they would box at the beginning because they come in, they look in a mirror, you know, look at themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they want to yeah, sure. get that uh, uh, body shape, just like anybody else. But right. the point of the matter is, things, you know, you wouldn't think that they would be able to <laughs> beat somebody up pretty good. They, you know, some nice looking girls here just come out to be some, uh, what they call a uh, beautiful beast or something they call them now yeah. I don't know. yeah that's cool they actually do they do uh they do yeah. pretty good so now female boxing is really coming out and uh here in chicago we have a uh a, a world champ wbc champ happens to be a female so oh. i mean it, it, it's it's a growing industry as far as females are concerned if uh, yeah. uh that's that's what you want to talk yeah. about and, it, and i see it growing here too a lot so um, it's something I look forward to seeing in the future. Yeah, definitely. So let me ask you, you know, you have a bunch of, or kind of three different memberships here, plus your personal training. Um, how, you know, since you don't track your membership numbers and all of that, how are you tracking, like, you know, how much money you're bringing into the business each month? Well, through the POS uh, system that I uh, that we use here, I believe the name of the system is called MindBody. So we, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah MindBody makes it pretty easy to to use once you figure it out. I think it's a little bit. Yeah, my, my MindBody is kind of like the general thing. Yep. Um, I, I've had a few um, IT people kind of console me on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, MindBody, it, it's okay. I mean, I don't bad mouth any companies, but. Uh, uh, they seem to advertise for other companies. So at the end of the day, they're they're adding service on top of service. And the negative thing about MindBody for, say, a gym like mine is that when you do go into the system to say you want to make a um, an appointment or something with my gym, during that trip that you're going through or that tour that you're going through that MindBody, there's advertisements there. So they're actually working against you too. So they, they put the other clientele in front of you. It's like, well, hey, you st- still have this option. We have Oakley, but we also have your competition here. Just in case you change your mind and you don't like Carlos per se. Oh, like on the, app, on the app, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so that, that's, have, that's like kind a of the negative part, right? Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, okay, so my next question for you, Carlos, is... If you look at your business right now, what would you consider to be your biggest business-related challenge, and what are you doing to overcome that? Um, maybe uh, I would say the biggest hurdles right now would be uh, there's always a hurdle of the competition, but more important, like uh, especially coming out of this pandemic stuff, uh, the regulations and these uh, that they come out with the next day the every day so so i definitely struggle with that um that's something kind of new for, i think for everybody really to be honest with you and that's that's probably the most uh that i've ever got hit with hit with at one shot uh especially in a in a business so uh i think right now the biggest hurdles is is that and overcoming that and kind of gauging 
where all this whole industry is going to, especially with this. All this is new to everybody, I think. So uh, that, that that's kind of like my my biggest hurdle right now for the for uh, for this business. Yeah. So you mentioned that you have a lot of kind of competition popping up, right? So when you... I, I don't think I don't think that would be my biggest hurdle. My my biggest hurdles, but like I said before, is the is the is the rules and regulations that uh, the powers that be put out here. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're all struggling. I think competition is good because yeah. you know comp competition actually puts you to puts you on your toes. You know, you hey, they're doing this, so what are you doing? You know, so you. I actually think competition is actually good. Yeah. So wanna you know, I always always want to get that challenge, like, okay, you know, they're doing this, let's do that. So uh yeah. and, and I always uh, actually I actually personally like talking to my competition and you know commending them also when they do a good job. So uh, I'm not one of those type guys where <laughs> I'm I'm trying to sabotage the competition. I actually think it's really good because I like people to actually compare what what uh, these businesses have to offer, especially mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think we can always learn from our competition right. um, and it helps us kind of see, you know, figure out what we need to do to set ourselves apart if we have these relationships with our competition. Um, you know, if, if I were to, you know, hand you a magic wand, you reached all your goals and dreams for Oakley Fight Club, what would that picture look like? Well, I have a couple world champs here, and uh, uh, the business will be self-brand, and uh, maybe even open up a few other locations, maybe outside the city. Okay, so by having you know a world champ wrestler at your gym, how does that how does how does that benefit the business? It, it attracts. It, it attracts. Uh, uh, it attracts the customers, you know, especially. Even people that don't know about the sport, once uh, the the name is out there, whatever they're famous for, uh, they're obviously out of this gym. It actually draws more, and the reputation becomes uh, even uh, stronger. Okay, so basically, you're hoping that you know by having these you know popular wrestlers, well known. I'm not a wrestler. Uh, boxers. <laughs> I don't know why I said wrestlers, popular boxers in the gym, um, that it's going to draw in the general population. But I know for sure, like most people in the general population, like if they, they, they wouldn't know to look up like world champion boxers and then find a gym that they go to. So how are you going to attract like the general? Well, I mean, we use also social media and all that, and it, it's already working. I mean, I have, uh, every year I have, um, Golden Glove winners here and mm -hmm. and, uh, and whatnot other competitions that are going on. So um, those are competitions that I kind of like the general public always follow. And now he follow, I find it that I find it curious because every customer that comes in, I, I usually ask them. We have routine questions that we ask. Somebody, how'd you find out about us? How'd you pick this uh, gym and all this? And the very common thing they say is, hey, I look at the competition, which is the the golden gloves or other competitions that are popular and we see who's who's the winning gym and obviously you know we're not the top top gym but we're very consistent in having uh 
uh, champs uh, coming out of those competitions. So that that is a big draw for me. That is a known fact for me. So now if I be, if it if it comes even into a larger scale uh, above and beyond the local competition, uh, I I would expect uh, even a bigger crowd. Got it. Well, I am excited to see how you're able to grow. Hopefully you can get some, you know, world champ wrestlers in there with them in the next couple of years. Um, help, you, help you grow your business and, you know, maybe see you open up another location. Um, I really appreciate your time today and I'm glad that we got to have you here. It's not very often that we get to talk to a boxing gym. So I really appreciate you being here. Um, listeners, thanks guys for tuning in. Don't forget if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like, and subscribe. If you want to join us for an episode here at the gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description and we'll be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Montero, and today we're joined by Joseph Pearson from the Strength Feed in Raleigh, North Carolina. Joe, how are you doing today, man? Hanging in there. Feeling good. Good, man. The metal is out of your eye, which is a plus. Yeah. Talk about that. So, um, yeah, man. Thank you for coming on, spending some time with us. Looking forward to our conversation, sharing your story here. So let's dive in. I know you opened this business about five, six years ago, 2017. What was your initial goal for you, man, from like a business perspective as to why you wanted to open the gym? Uh, so honestly, this is, this is going to be different than probably any other answer, but I kind of yeah. fell into it. So I was managing at another business in the area, uh, working, you know, tons of hours for just dirt pay. And we had a really good manager, uh, Steve Olson. He ended up, he, he owns Strength Coach Pro and yeah. also a, a gym owner in the area and, he, he was kind of the glue that held us all together. And when he left, it just kind of fell apart. And I was like, not ready to make this kind of low income and, and high hours. And yeah. Also yeah. it was a very flexible kind of thing, you know, just a, not a good situation. So when I left, I had a buddy who had a gym down the street, sat down with him was like, Hey man, I, I got like half a dozen, maybe a dozen clients, you know, a couple one-on-ones, you know, they were like all sports kids. There was like six of them. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I'd just like to come train him for a couple hours in the afternoon. You know, can I rent out your space? And he's like, yeah, sure. Like I'm only there from like nine to two. And I was like, okay. Um, so I like pushed everything like 4 PM or earlier at 6 AM. Yep. 
And we were there for, like, I think, two weeks. And in two weeks, we went from, like, eight clients to, like, 45. Wow. And I was like, shit, like, this, this wow. space isn't big enough. It was more, like, ideal for, like, you know, maybe two or three is the largest group you could train. Like, it was probably, like, 3,000 square feet, 25-yard strip of turf for, like, groups of, like, 10 were not going to be good, you know? So we uh, – you know, I'm, I'm talking to my buddy and I'm like, I don't, you know, I'm sorry. I'm stepping all over toes. My schedule's all over the place. Like I was training from like 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day, you know, back to back to back. And it just happened so naturally that like I didn't, I didn't have time to react or plan for any of it. Yeah. So he was like, you got to, you got to find, he was like, our lease is up in August. You got to find your own space. So I fell into it. I think we started the strength feed with like 65 clients when we opened day one. So That's awesome. we were able, like I was able to make calculations on like where we could go space wise yeah. by the number of clients we already had covering rent, you know? Yeah. Which so it wasn't like, Oh, I like this space. I don't like this space. It was like, here's my budget. This is the max I can spend because I already have these many guaranteed clients, you know? Sure. Um, and then, like I said, it just kind of happened super organically you know, we got into a lot of adult training. We really pushed the adults, trying to get everybody's friends in. And that was hit and miss. And we had some good clients and some bad clients. And it was just like, it's kind of all over the place. I really just wanted to do athletes. And I'm like having to train 10 one-on-ones a day just to afford to train a couple athletes during the this off season. And I was like, this sucks, man. And we were doing, you know, we got a bunch of teams in, which was really good. I already had like, I looked up and had like four or five of the best lacrosse players in the state at the time. Awesome. Um, I had like two All-Americans. So, you know, they've been training me since they're little basketball players. Phenomenal. He went UVA. So I, I got real lucky having some really good kids and kind of built out from there. Nice. But I, the, the five years since then has been me trying to not train adults anymore. Like, yeah, I enjoy it. I love a lot of the clients we have, but my focus is on athletic performance. So um getting more coaches in to, to train those adults and things like that and kind of help me step away i was also in that tenure i was also the director of strength conditioning at the d3 school out here so i was running a business and director of strength conditioning at a school for about a two-year leg there yeah so yeah obviously busy schedule a lot going on yeah. right which, yeah which is a good problem to have um but yeah like you mentioned looking to kind of work on that challenge of time that we have in this, in this fitness space. One of the biggest challenges we face. And you mentioned you, you started 65 clients when you moved to your space, which is, which is huge, which is awesome. Right. What makes the strength feed Joe unique compared to other businesses like yours, maybe in your area? Uh, it's going to come down to our, like our thoughts on how we train the adults. Okay. Uh, obviously our athletic performance is top notch. Like I put it, it's secondhand to nobody in the state of North Carolina like probably I mean we pull from ideologies from all over the place we have a lot of great coaches and mentors that helped us along the way so we're, our athletes are going to be better than anybody else's athletes that we put out and that's but that's easy anybody like XOS D1 they can all say that like everybody makes their athletes faster blah 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 but when it comes to our adult training we just train them the same way so like we split squat all of our adults. We jump them, we run them, we sprint them. Like I've never been to a gym ever right. and seen adult clients sprinting ever. Yeah. Like, it's what we naturally do before we get chased by a lion. Like it, you know, like it's, it's part of our backbone. 
Well, well, actually, I got the idea of the at, at the performance facility I used to work at in Greensboro, where I did my NFL training um, and combine training. They had like an adult, uh, so prolific sports performance was what I trained under. And then they had a PSP adult class where like one of the speed coach, my speed coach was just like, hey, I'd love to do speed work with some adults. If you guys want to get after it, like I'll come in early and do it. And so he kind of on the side, like was doing this, had like four or five adults, a couple guys, a couple women, and like they got after it. And it was like really cool to see these people running fast and jumping and letting, you know, like it's all great stuff and we shouldn't lose that. And so that's what we do differently. That's by far, hands down, a thousand light years better than anything else in the industry, especially in our area. But I would probably talk, you know, compared to anybody in the state. Yeah, I love it, man. And uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think we're all athletes and we should be training like that for, for as long as we can. So with that uniqueness, Joe, and with your industry knowledge here, how do you guys go about marketing, you know, to get new faces in the door on a regular basis? We try to push that point. Like, you know, you won't see a ton of like big bilateral squatting in here. So like, well, our pictures, our social media, like it's going to be adults in like sprinting positions, like everything kind of related to gait function. Um, so we'll push that on our social media. Hey, like, don't forget like this and our like live reels and things like that are going to be adults doing really cool stuff, you know, um, as well as the athletes. Yeah. Like, like we ever talk about it, like ebbs and flows with the season, like summer training, we're going to push college. Every college kid in, you know, in the Raleigh area comes home and this is where they train at. So, you know, we, we double down on the college sports over the summer, high school off seasons, things like that. And a lot of these high school kids are playing club and travel during the summer. So it's like, they don't even get an off season anymore. So really like the college is, is where we're, we're, we're making a lot of our, our, uh, our dividends in the summer. And then come August, you know, we're going to push the adult stuff real quickly. So we work both ends of the training of adults. We work a ton of return to play stuff. So our adults that are hurt, injured, you know, I haven't been able to do this because my back, my knee. And it's like, you spent, you know, 10 years trying to look like a bodybuilder doing leg presses and, you know, not moving well. And now you're like, you're hurt. And, you know, so we, we match the other end of that and just make them move more athletically at a lower intensity and just build that intensity up. So we, we're going to push with our, we have a marketing team, Chair 8. They're awesome. They're right up the street. Um, and so we will just we'll push everything their way. Hey, we're going to run some targeted ads. We're going to do an open house party, put some flyers in mailboxes and kind of go old school. And yeah. we, we're in like a little niche neighborhood right here in, in Raleigh called Five Points. And most of the gyms in the area are on, in the process of closing and having to move because of rent prices and things like that. Uh, the building owner that we're in is a good friend of mine. So I was able to kind of look it up and, yeah. and get this sweet spot. Helps a lot, man. Yeah, for sure. And so you mentioned there, the adult program is kind of your focus here coming up here really soon in August, which is what yeah. and the plans you guys have to market it, to hold events. With, uh, have you have you used any social media marketing in the past? Obviously, we all have this phone near us all day long. Uh, how's that worked for you guys? Well, so we we have done everything on our own. Like the beginning of the strength feed, like it was videos of me lifting and doing powerlifting stuff because I really didn't know what else to talk about. Like, and then it evolved to where it wasn't just me and it was other coaches, and then it evolved to like where we all kind of talk in a third person, and then it evolved into like we got professional photography and. 
Now we've got somebody running the account. Now we've got somebody marketing the account that we're running. So, um, you know, you could, in my opinion, you could go one of two routes. You could do it that way and just kind of piecemeal it together over years. It's been almost six years now, five, six, yeah, almost six years where, um, you know, we've kind of grown it little by little, or you could dump a shit ton of money at the beginning and like, you'll, you'll get a, a return of investment. Sure. But you know, we just didn't have that cash flow at the beginning. Cause like I said, I kind of fell into everything. So it was like, yeah, you know, I, I have to do, I have to get equipment. I have to do this. I have to do that. You know, so lead with revenue until we get to that place and we can. Yeah, exactly. And we already had a client base, so we didn't need to grow one. But if you don't have a client base, like obviously I would dump a ton of money in the social media. It's like, it works. It's, it's wet. Like it works pretty well. We're lucky that like all of our kids do a good job reposting stuff. So, yeah. you know, we get, we get a lot of that from, you know, sure. and we have a lot of big name athletes that train here, a couple of five-star guys. So as soon as they post something, you know, a hundred people repost it. So that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Having kids do is great. And those five-star athletes, great. And people see it and they share it, and a great way to use it organically, which, which is awesome. I would get to a point where you could hire somebody to do everything. If you've got somebody that could do LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, sure. you know, all the shit, like get somebody to handle all of it and make that, you know, you can develop your, your own content. You can say what you want to say, but like if you put together a good visual piece out there, like our website's better than most in the area. We like lucked up, Cherry redid our website when we made this move. Yeah. Like we made a good switch to like a more – professional look um which i think was really beneficial to us yeah i'm on the i'm on, I'm on the website now we're speaking and yeah it's a uh, super professional clean clean sharp not too busy like it gets yeah. you where you need to go you know pops up you got a banner pops up here sign up with a coach boom easy easy for the new client to kind of figure out how to get started how does that work Joe? how do you say i come in through the website today uh i'm an athlete you know how do you get me started in your program we we're really working hard. So like, because it can't, everything happened so fast. I didn't have a time to like set up processes, procedures. This is how I want things to go. It was like me and one other coach and we were like, Oh no, let's figure it out and train everybody we can, you know, now in this new space, we're trying to double down on these processes. Uh, so we're, we have an assessment process. You email in, you know, one of our coaches gets back to you. She tells you like, hey, these are our pricing structure. This is what this is. This is what this means. Here's our schedule. Here's our software. Here's our waiver. And it's all electronic. So everything's in your hands after that. And then from there, if you're you know, still interested, hey, I'd, I'd like to do group training. I think this is great for me. We're like, okay, you have to come in for an assessment. So that assessment is a $50 fee. We take them through testing. So we have a level one, level two, level three adult testing uh our kid testing is just one bit like if you can't get through it we got a lot of work you know um but the kid stuff the athlete stuff is easy it's five ten five we have a we have what's called witty gate it's like a electronic reactive system we play a man of the box drill uh see reactive reaction time um we do 40 if you're a football player we do a 20 if you're hockey uh 60 if you're baseball um and then vertical jump, broad jump, you know, the whole nine sure. yards testing battery. With our adult tests, we start with balance. Uh, it's like a balance. And we got coordination, strength, conditioning. There might be something else in there. I can't remember. Yeah, no, it sounds, yeah, definitely very thorough. I have one question for you there that I, 
I'm glad you mentioned uh, when people get started, especially I think on the adult side, you charge that $50 consultation fee. A lot of gyms you'll see give away free stuff, right? Yeah. Like why? We did for years. Okay, yeah. What, what was the change? What made you guys change it? We ran out of time. We like our time is precious. Our time is valuable. Yeah. We, we can't just give it away. Like it, right. and I think it deters us. Like I told you in the beginning, like yeah. in the beginning we had like, we were just like, yeah, everybody come in, try this class, try this class. And there were so many that came in that were like, you're, you're wasting our time. Like, yeah, you're not serious about this. And we really are. Cause this is our career. This isn't yeah. just a job we're doing in between. Like my, I preach that my coaches, if you want to make this career, like I can help you. Like I'll pay you and I'll supply health insurance. And like, I, we will make this your career and, and over time maybe you know we can build a salary and things like that but like there were so many that just wasted our time and like ended up buying a package doing four or five sessions oh i'm hurt i you know sick and my mom so like whatever i'll refund half of it and that kind of shit just a nightmare yes yeah. yeah. so now like we're collecting the 50 dollars before you even step foot in the door like i'm giving you the day you want to come in yeah. If you don't show up or that bill is processed, like we don't have time. For it. We yeah. just don't. We have, my coaches average about 15 overtime hours of a pay period every two wow. weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, we, if we, if they train 20 hours a week, that's a standard 40 hour work week for anybody else who's normal. Yeah. And, and they're averaging training probably 30 ish hours a week. Okay. Um, that's like coached hours. Like you're on the floor coaching, which is exhausting. If anybody who's been in the gym industry knows anything, like 30 coaching hours a week is like your brain, your brain, you go home and stare at a TV because pretty much it's so emotionally exhausting. So, um, and a lot of our sessions are an hour and a half. We don't do just base hour sessions. So we do hour and a half sessions a lot, um, for almost all of our kids. Yeah. Uh, and our adults training is usually between an hour and 10, an hour and 15. Um, so we don't do like the standard 60 minutes or 30 minutes. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, that assessment fee, like when we move to a new space, we're like, Hey, that's it. Like our time isn't free. You know, you want in, you pay 50 bucks. If you got three kids, we'll do them all at once, but it's 150 bucks. Sorry. You know, we'll do great family discounts after that, but like yeah, sorry, hour, yeah. this hour assessment, and like we're printing off their testing numbers, their baseline. So like, even if you don't want to stay with us, you don't like us, whatever you have numbers, you could take that to another gym. And in six months, you can see if that gym made you any better anyway. Yeah. Because we got your vertical on a vert map, you know? Sure. Yeah. Great data. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you said that. So I definitely wanted to highlight that because I think it's uh, such a good piece of advice for those young gym owners or trainers who want to open a gym. Our time is so valuable. And like you said, like, people that pay, they pay attention, right? So if people are getting things for free. They don't seem to care so much. They may just There's leave. There's no value to it. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And if, and if you need to use it as a tool, you can later. Like, yeah. we've had issues, like communication issues, where this coach thought this and this coach, like, shit, that's our fault. And it's the easiest thing to be like, hey, I'll knock off that assessment fee. That's our fuck up, you know? Yeah. And so it's a perfect tool to use, yep. you know, or, hey, I, my husband really wants to come in too. We're just not sure costs and blah, blah, blah. All right, well, you come and get your assessment. I'll do his for free. Right. And then let's work out this package deal. Boom. They're happy with it. They think they're getting a deal, whatever, you know, and you can use it as a tool, as a, as a selling tool versus if it, everything's just free and that's posted on the internet, like free, free first session, like, right. you know, it just doesn't work as well. We'll, right. 
And it makes we'll have kids come in for an assessment and yeah. they still like parents are still not sure or whatnot. I'll let them try a class for free, but it's only after they've paid for their assessment. Yeah, sure. They're, they're in the program. Yeah. No, that makes total sense. And I think if there's any big takeaways from today, it's that piece of advice there, man, for sure. So with that being said, Joe, would you classify like your services and packages, products is higher ticket, low ticket, medium ticket? Uh, I mean, according to like the market in the area or like in general, what we do. In general, yeah. Like for like your membership for an adult <laughs> membership or the athletic. kind of got like a two tier system. So like if you want the best and you want us one-on-one, -on -one, like you're going to, you're going to pay for it, but it's not like super crazy prices. Like we're, we're somewhat average in the area. I mean, as each coach gets busier and busier, their prices go up. So, you know, at this point, I mean, I'm around a hundred plus an hour, 125 an hour. I have a two year old at home. So like spending time with him is really important. Yeah. Um, Awesome. So I, and I'd rather do team stuff. I'd rather do big group stuff. I'd rather, that's my like bag. Sure. Sure. So if I'm going to take the time to do a one-on-one, -on -one, like you're going to have to pay for it. Yeah. And then we go down the ranks, like coach Ian and coach Ray are both 80 an hour. Their experience. I mean, together they've got 15, 20 years experience in the industry. Uh, coach Aaron's our newest coach. He's 70 an hour. And then we have a new kid that just, he actually trained with us for two years as part of our hockey program. Yeah, he's training with us now, and he's obviously our cheapest. And we're going to fill up his schedule, and then when he gets busy, we're going to bump his prices up. So yeah, that's that. how it works. And kind of goes coincides with continuing education. The more more education we have, the more it costs us, the more it costs you. So, um, And then we have, like, our group classes. And those are pretty much our only two options. It's either one-on-one -on -one or group. Uh, the groups, like, probably comes out to about 15-ish, $12 a session, you know, a group. Um and it's, you know, two, three, four times a week training. We allow our clients to come in and train, like, if off days, if they don't have a class, okay. but they have a membership, like, they can come in whenever they want. We have 24-hour access. We don't really open to, like, open gym. Like, it's got to be a special circumstance where it's like, hey, my best friend trains over here, and we really like that person. So it's like, you're vouching for them, that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, for sure, man, 100%. So... You know, I appreciate you sharing that part with us, man. Now, so we have PT and the group piece. What are other revenue streams you guys are able to create there at the strength feed or, or other ways people can spend money with you within the business? Um, we'll sell some merch, but we kind of keep it on the down low so we don't have sales tax stuff. It's all donation-based. Uh, um, we'll upcharge for nutrition. So we do have a nutrition coach on staff. Yeah. You know, if you want to do your group classes – and, and add that membership piece to it. Yeah. You know, it's $50 a month. Um, same thing if you're one-on-one, -on -one, you just, you know, you get $50, I think it's 60 now, but um, that's, I mean, that's, that's about it. We don't really, it's just high in the low package. And, you know, you kind of, you take away a lot of choices and it's like much easier to sell. So right. if you're like, I got top tier gold and silver and platinum and bronze, and like you got 15 things you're selling, you're just confusing the people buying. It's like, hey, you want to get better? How many days a week do you want to train? Yep. Okay, if you want one-on-ones, that's 300 a week, you know, with Coach Joe. Yep. Or you could do four times a week training, and that's 250 a month. And, like, it's up to you. Like, you know, if you got the money, go for the one-on-ones. It's sure. You can get a higher quality of training because, like, it's one-on-one. -on -one. Like, more accountability, more scheduling flexibility. Like, 
there's a lot of benefits to that if that's what you want and that's the money and you have that then go with that if not just go to the group classes it's perfect you know yeah no, it makes total sense for me so yeah dude things sound like they're going great uh get to train athletes got a lot of good athletes there get the adult program you guys are going to start pumping here coming in the fall obviously a busy time for for that part of the business um last two questions uh, three questions for you man right now joe biggest challenge you guys are facing now or have just maybe recently faced and kind of been able to work through anything come to mind um biggest challenge i think we we moved in super quickly like we didn't take a month off we took like i think it came out to like basically nine days nine days okay. um, yeah. we moved a five thousand square foot facility and a u-haul truck in the pouring rain and moved it up the street unloaded it on a forklift that we got lucky and a neighbor let us borrow like it was a it was a mess like outfitting was like pushed to the last week so we're like having to put all the equipment in one room and do the turf and lay the flooring and then move that and then do that and then come back and do it was a it was a nightmare and we were I mean all the coaches were working like 12 hour 13 14 15 hour days like we didn't get any break you know and we didn't get a chance to um I I don't want to say look ahead but like try to like have a lot of these process like these concrete things put in place uh, so I'd say that's like the most personal challenge we've had. Sure. Um, the staff's just like, we're just t- tired. It's like been a busy summer. Like it's, we, I planned in my head for this, like, Hey, we're going to move into this new space. It's nice. going to be awesome. And then boom, college kids are going to come home. Yeah. And so like, I was like, it'll be perfect. Cause we'll make that college kid money. And we'll be able to flow this in. And it's like, Oh, what, like, can we just take a breath? And you're going to turn around in August and hopefully have a big influx of adult clients. And we get, we train the juniors hockey program. I mean, you're from up North, so juniors is big. And like, we have a big juniors program. It's not big down in the South, but the Canes have a great program. Yeah. And we'll, that's six training sessions a week, two teams. Wow. We'll get a lot of our youth teams in accordingly. I mean, we'll end up having six, seven teams this fall, which is awesome. But it's like, we get like a week off. To where it's like, all right, we only have to train like 10 hours this week. And like, right. we're just right back in it, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, man, I, I totally hear you. And I, and I recall those days vividly for sure. So, yeah, like I said earlier, time is always the, the biggest challenge we face in our industry, right? And especially, right. especially in the growth phase. Now, we've talked about your opportunity, which I think is growing as a program here in the next couple of months, right? Uh, besides that, with the strength feed there in Raleigh, man, what is like the impact and legacy that you would like to leave on your community, even maybe even greater than that from your business? Um, so I've got like, I've got guys that run strength and conditioning facilities, you know, college or private all over the country. And I call them as my, my mentors. And like, we did some trainings with the coaches when we had that nine day break where we were, you know, sitting down and listening to friends of mine that I played with and then like, or played in the NFL and I trained with and like, had a lot of good experience on you know, mentorship and leadership and things like that. I'd like to be that yeah. focal point for, for other people or other coaches or other kids. And, you know, they come up with me through high school, middle school, high school, college, playing college, you know, go pro or not, whatnot. Like then they're talking to their business guys later and they're like, Hey, I'd love you to talk to my strength coach. Like yeah. I want to be at my kids 
my kids, like my my children, not my child, but my children that I train, I want to be at their weddings and like I want to be celebrating like their lives and yeah, that's awesome. I think I think that is like the most rewarding thing in the world. Like when I when they invite me to go out to dinner with their folks or yeah. something, I'm like heck yeah, like I'll drop everything and do that. You know, like yeah, their parents are like, hey, you want to use our beach house? Like, thanks for taking care of Jack. I'm like for sure. You know, like yeah. awesome. You know, like, I, I want to have that impact on the community where, like, you know, maybe in 25 years, I'm training one of their kids. Like, I remember when it was like training your dad. Like, I yeah. I want that to happen uh, because that that means I made an impact enough on this kid, you know, that he, you know, was on the straight and narrow and yeah. now, you know, flip, flip rolls and he's sending his kid to me. And I think that would be really cool. I think that's awesome, yeah. And, like, uh, yeah, I remember growing up, I never had that teacher or coach really that like had a lasting impact on me. So like that to be that from your perspective for somebody else, I think is the ultimate legacy to kind of pass the torch, so to speak. So uh, right. I do, Joe, I think that's awesome. And the last question for you, man, I've been doing this for a little bit of time here. You guys have a successful business. We have listeners that want to open a gym. They're looking at again to this game. Any advice to give to that person listening that could kind of set them up for success just from your experience? Uh, I don't know why this popped in my head first, but like the look of the gym is really important. Your aesthetics. Like when I first started, it was like, I got to get this cheap and I got to get this cheap and I get this cheap. And it didn't look bad. It didn't look great, but it didn't look bad. Get the, if you're going to use turf, get the best turf you can from e I got it from Ecor. Erin Lada is our sales rep. There's my shout out to her. Um, she, they're some of the best. If you're gonna get equipment, like who gives a shit if it's Titan? It looks clean, it looks the same as Rogue, it's got a different sticker on it. No one cares in the industry. Like, yes, I want Sornex everything. If I could just do an entire Sornex gem, I'd spend a million dollars, but I'd have the best shit. And it would, you know, but I, but like the clients don't care. They're not gonna pay more to train because you're training them on Sornex. They could you could train them in a park and they'd be fine. Exactly. So like keep that in mind. Like there's a cost, like Yes, spend money on turf. Do you want to spend another 50 grand on equipment to buy Sornex instead of Titan? Right. Maybe on some things, yeah. Like, you know, some things that need to withstand abuse and beating. And, you know, if I'm going to get med balls, I'm going to get them from Sornex because they got Kevlar right wrapping and I can throw them against the wall 60 million times and they're not going to ever break. Yeah, sure. you know, on Titan, you might have it for a week and you'll have a place, you know? Right. So, like, finding that happy medium, like, our flooring here, I can't say enough about it. Like, I had some of the best installers in the country. I had some of the best product in the country and it makes a huge difference. It's the same equipment. I didn't get any new equipment, but the gym looks 50 times better with like a nice coat of paint and really, really good flooring. So that's like my biggest piece of advice is like, it made that much difference. Did I pay for it? You're damn right. Like it was probably the most expensive outfitting thing we did. Yep. but it was worth every penny and it gets used the most people don't think oh the bitch gets used no your flooring gets used the most like yeah. people walk on it every day they roll out and they do everything on it so you know make sure it's going to last and, and look good over time yeah i agree uh and it's huge i remember the day we finally got new lights new flooring new paint it sets the gym off in a whole new manner and it, yeah it's it's ridiculous what it can do and it's not something i thought of when i first opened i was like Neither. i was like you know i went to another company and they were very good and salespeople were great. And I get this turn and it's like, just kind of like carpet and it worked and the kids got better on it and the kids ran fast on it. And like, 
it got the job done, but like over time it frayed and it was hella hard to clean and just, just a nightmare. And so when I went with this other turf, it was like, Oh man, that's seven times more than what I paid for the original. Like that's ridiculous. But you know, I don't know. Yeah. That get out of like the traditional warehouse space. Like it can be effective, but like we have uh, almost a U shaped gym. So we have turf goes here, turf crosses here, turf goes out here for 50 yards. Wow. So it's like almost a U turf cool. and then like machines kind of pieced out everywhere and racks and it's super strange and super weird. But like I did, I, I dictated how the space would work versus the space dictating how I would work. So, um, yeah, I think I think that's really cool, and that's what kind of another thing that sets us apart. Like no one's ever seen a gym like ours, so. No, that makes guys. It's a massive difference for those people walking in. Yeah. I think it's a big part of retention, too, man. So, Joe, dude, I think it's a great place to wrap it up. The Strength Feed, man. Where can we find you? Website, social media. Where can we find you and follow you? We got all the Strength Feed. We got Strength Feed TikTok, Instagram, Twitter page. Uh, I think our Twitter's Feed Strength because they didn't have the Strength Feed uh, website. www thestrengthfeed.com check us out on all the social media um if it's just you want to know what to do better and how to do it better we might be your guys and girls uh reach out to us on instagram we all get the same email uh same instagram like we we're we're like a pretty tight-knit family here as as uh employees so we uh we'll get back to you and kind of lend us a helping hand lend you a helping hand if you need it beautiful Joe, appreciate you coming on today, man, and sharing your story. And uh, thank you so much. Appreciate it, guys. You got it. Listeners, we appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for future episodes. And until next time, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.